Hi, and welcome law firm owners to another episode of the Wildly Successful Law Firm Podcast. I'm Nermeen Jasani, your host of this podcast series, and I'm so excited because this is actually going to be one of the last two episodes of this season. I have thought about this episode and recorded this episode like seven times in my head already, so I'm super excited to be able to share everything in this podcast episode with you. It is titled, My Look Back, My Personal and Professional Look Back for 2021. And I'm also gonna be sharing some forecasting and some projections for where I think things are gonna be in 2022. So let's get right into today's episode. My Look Back for 2021. I will tell you that if I were to choose a word for this year, it would be clarity. And I say clarity because this year, to be completely honest, kicked my ass in so many ways. And I'm gonna be completely honest about all of the things that I learned as a business owner, all the things that I did wrong this year that are going to set the foundation for what 2022 is gonna look like for me. And I want you to know that as much as I am a business consultant and I believe in fundamentals and strategies, I also believe in experimenting. And some of my experiments this year, my business experiments, went totally to shit, did not work out how I thought it would work out, cost me a shit ton of money that I'm never gonna get back, and I would have paid twice as much to learn those lessons. So I'm gonna start with the first thing. My biggest lesson that I learned in 2021 was what my audience of clients needs. Back in 2019, before the pandemic happened, before any of that, I had been thinking about passive income for a really long time. And for me, Passive income just meant, you know, put the thing out there and, you know, make money in your sleep, right? Like everyone talks about, and there's there's still a lot of conversation around passive income, and I got caught in all of that hype around it, right? Full confession here. I thought that the idea of passive income was beautiful and amazing, and I was gonna do it, not through real estate, which I know a lot of people use, not through, you know, the markets, which I know a lot of people use, but I was going to create a course, the Wildly Successful Law Firm course. And it was gonna be a series of lectures with spreadsheets and quizzes and just everything you needed to have a wildly successful law firm. And I created that thing, did all the coursework, built it out fully in 2019. And I you know, was doing very soft selling to the market and then in 2020, as we all know, the pandemic happened and literally overnight, everything went virtual. Everyone got on Zoom overnight. Everyone started recording things overnight and it was so fast that everything happened. And at that point I had the course while the successful law firm and I had not really focused on selling it heavily but the pandemic happened and I was like, you know what, this would be a really good time to sell it because it, I feel like the market could use this right now. I feel like there are law firm owners that are struggling that could benefit from this. Now, 
I ended up hiring, you know, a marketer to help me, you know, figure out how to sell this course, paid her some money, and it didn't really go anywhere, right? So learned that, got money there, spent money there, wasn't gonna get it back. Then I hired a Facebook ads person because I was like, you know what, I can sell this through Facebook ads, it's passive income, I can, you know, I kept hearing about how to do it. I started talking to a few Facebook ads experts because there was no way that I was going to turn on Facebook and like look at that algorithm and how to create an ad. I did not have the bandwidth for that. I had clients I needed to deliver for and the mental bandwidth of learning Facebook ads was not something I was going to take on. So I decided to hire a Facebook ads specialist and in December of 2020, so one year ago, I started to, I turned on the Facebook ads and we were, the ad itself was like opt in here to get, you know, the seven things you shouldn't be doing in your law firm. I think it was like something super clickbaity too. It was like seven deadly sins, like, oh geez, how terrible, right? But again this is this is what the industry expects you to do right to, to create this sort of clickbaity stuff so that people want to opt in and so I hired this Facebook ads person to do Facebook mind you back in 2020 I didn't even have a Facebook account I've been completely removed from social media happily for many years and I think I deleted my Facebook account completely in 2018. So when I had to set up a Facebook ads account, I literally had to start from scratch all over again. And my whole thing was, I don't want to touch this thing. I don't want to look at it. I don't want to, I don't want to get friend requests on here. Like, I mean, I started from zero, right? Because I deleted my account years ago and then I was creating a whole new one like two, like years later. And for me, when I when I started back in the Facebook world, I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? Does this feel right? Like I had so many questions about the whole thing because I've never been a fan of social media. Um, you know, exposing my life, the idea of being on it, it just, it feels really weird and not natural for me. And when you wanna do Facebook ads, you actually have to have your own Facebook account and it has to be connected to you because, you know, you are the person and, you know, you can't have, you know, XYZ digital marketing agency creating your own, creating an account for you because your page still has to be connected to you, all of these things, right? So anyway, I set up a Facebook ads account, started to push Facebook ads, and I spent, between the Facebook ads specialist and Facebook ads, $15,000. And here's what I learned. Facebook ads do not work for my business. They are not a good use of my money, no matter what people want to tell you. Uh, I had leads opting in, lawyers and law firm owners like you opting in to my email list. And the idea was to nurture them and to sell them the course, this passive course that was priced at $797 for the entire thing. 20 lectures, you know, tons of assessments, all of this for less than $1,000, right? Now, I had people telling me that's way too low and I completely understand because something 
that teaches you how to run a successful law firm to only be $1,000 is a little bit silly, right? But I wanted to make it accessible and I was like, you know what, let's just do this as a starting point and let's see where things go. I ran Facebook ads until about June of 2021. And in May, I went to Acadia National Park. I drove from Atlanta, cleared my head, was camping out in the park, and realized that Facebook ads just doesn't feel right for me. So I came back from that trip. I let my Facebook ads person go. I let Facebook ads go and haven't run a paid ad since. So big lesson learned, Facebook ads don't work. Here's what else I learned. Um, I got duped into the whole, everybody needs a course, courses are the thing, right? When, when the pandemic first happened, everyone was sitting at home taking some form of a course, right? Raise your hand if you took a course and never signed into the damn thing and it's still taking money out of your account, right? That's what happened during the pandemic. Isn't that insane? Like I got on that bandwagon and I'm totally okay with saying that like I got swept up in the excitement of a course. And I started this group mastermind, this group coaching program around selling courses. And I tried to do it their way. So I did the Facebook ads way, that didn't work, it didn't feel right to me. Then I tried to do it their way, which was sell the course, right? Like this is what you're gonna do to sell it and then this is how the program's gonna be structured. And I was like, sure, they know more than I do. I'm not the expert in courses, so I'm gonna listen to whatever they say. I did it fully their way um, and <laughs> I spent another $24 thousand dollars trying to figure out how to do it their way in the program itself and all of the things if your heart is hurting right now trust me my heart has been hurting for months about this but you know no no secrets here you know i'm going to be completely honest with the things that i did this year that were wrong i followed the expert advice when it comes to courses and here's what i learned i learned that my clients law firm owners like you don't want a damn course. Lawyers still think like they're in law school. They want the live interaction. And I actually tested this. So I hosted live workshops throughout the year. Maybe you got some emails from me about them. What I realized was lawyers like showing up live. They like that live engagement, that live interaction, the, the time block on their calendar that's like, this is happening live. They like that, they need that, they thrive in that. The original premise that I had was, lawyers are so busy, they don't have time, and so I need to create something that's on demand for them, something that they can listen to when their schedule permits, not my schedule. I was actually very wrong about that. Lawyers actually need to have that time on their calendar and if you just tell them, okay, here's a program, go and take it yourself, they're not gonna log in, they're not gonna even remember that they bought it, it's gonna be something that keeps coming out of their account and all of that. So I'm going to talk a lot more about this in the next episode, but I at least wanted to start this conversation with yours truly got duped, got caught in the hype of creating a course. There's no more course. I'm not gonna do that again. And there's a ton of reasons why, which I'm gonna share in the next episode, but I at least wanted to start the conversation here. So 
If someone has come to you and said, you need to create a course, or this is something that you've been thinking about doing, have a conversation with me first, right? Like, I will be completely honest with you, and what I've realized is there's a lot of people in this course world who are like, oh, you can create a course, this, you can totally do it, yeah, you can create it, but then is anyone gonna buy it, right? And then even once you sell it, and it, you're selling it successfully, is it delivering the results that you want it to deliver? But if it's not gonna deliver the results, I don't want it. If it's not gonna get you as a law firm owner, the seven figures, the $500,000 a year, the balance between your work and your family, the clients who don't call you and respect you, then I want nothing to do with it. I'm so proud to be able to say this, but my parents have always taught me how to have an ethical business and like, Ethics when it comes to business is huge for me. You know, my family and I have a lot of conversations around this and for me, it feels so wrong to take money out of your pocket, your hard earned money, to take even 50 bucks a month, 100 bucks a month, whatever that dollar amount is without giving you guaranteed results, right? And by results, I mean you're going to log in, you're going to you know, do the assessments, you're gonna do the thing, right? If I already know that lawyers are not gonna log in, why am I creating that as a product that I'm selling? It just felt so, ugh, I think is the perfect way to put it, right? Um, and that's just not who I am. So I am now officially stepped away from the course world and that was about a 30 plus thousand dollar lesson that I had to learn. And I will tell you this, I would have paid twice as much to learn that lesson because the spinning that I did this year, the frustrations that I had, not being able to figure this out was completely worth it because I now understand you, my lawyers, my clients, better than anyone else does, right? And I've seen it, I have the data to prove it, and I feel better that I spent this money to learn information, and I can now spend less money next year because I'm only gonna focus on doing one thing next year. Okay, so, so before I give it all away, let me move on to, to the next thing. So in my look back, right, one of the biggest things that I accomplished this year, and this is huge for me, is I got a Peloton. Now, you may think whatever you wanna think about the company, about the machine itself, that's not the conversation I'm here to have. What I wanna say is this, I got a Peloton, and I said to myself, if I'm gonna get this thing, I'm gonna be on it every single day for the first 60 days, no matter what. It doesn't matter if I get done working at 6 p.m. or if I get done working at 9 p.m., I'm getting on that thing because I'm committing to being on it every single day. That was back in August. As of the recording of this video, I've been on the Peloton every single day for the last 90 plus days. For me, that's huge. I've run marathons before and had you know pretty regimented workout routines throughout my life, but never in my life have I showed up to anything consistently 
for 90 days in a row, 90 plus days in a row. And that level of like accomplishment and achievement and consistency feels so good to be able to say and share openly, but also the process of showing up no matter what has been huge for me, right? Because it's so easy to get frustrated with something and be like, you know what? I'm having a bad day. You know what? I got done working at 7.30, I had clients yelling at me all day. I don't wanna get on the fucking thing, right? I could've totally done that and taken that road, and I did, and then I'd be like, you know what? Nope, I don't get to get away with that. I committed to being on that thing. I'm going to be on that thing. So for me, 2021 in that respect was huge. And the, cl the clarity that I got and the confidence that I got from just showing up consistently is huge. And you know what? Here's the thing about consistency. Obviously, we all know that if you want to get fit, if you want to get healthy, it's always about consistency, right? Don't go on a six week, you know, fast or keto for six weeks and then on the seventh week you're back to eating everything and more um, than you were before right so it's really all about consistency and i didn't i got it as a concept but i didn't actually get it until i started doing it and now that i've been doing it i'm like oh so this is what they mean by consistency okay all right this makes sense and i have seen so many changes in myself from just showing up consistently for that and it's just it feels really amazing so please don't make a new year's commitment and then not, not do it right so so definitely something you want to keep in mind is the consistency piece and you know for me i used to go hard where i would do like 20 30 mile bike rides and then not work out for days at a time but the consistency of like 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 15 minutes, every single day has just made a huge difference and a huge outlook on um, my life and, you know, work stress and anxiety and all of that, right? Okay, that was a good thing for this year. Um, one of the other sort of bad things this year that, that I noticed that I did, the thing that didn't go as well as I would have hoped was I didn't take off enough time this year. I was really good at the beginning of the year. And then around the fall, I started working Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays. And yeah, part of that is, you know, I'm in this season of growth. I'm in a season of new things in my business. You know, that just requires more time and more energy investment. And I'm starting to see how I did not take off enough time. And this is one of the things that I talk about the most is taking time off. During the summer, you know, I took Fridays off and, you know, that was really great. I felt amazing being able to take Fridays off during the summer. And then the fall came and I just started to get busier and busier and busier. And as I got busier, I worked more and I worked a lot of weekends. So that was the not so good thing. And so, you know, as I'm looking out to 2022, I'm absolutely going back to Fridays off. Like there's just no way that I function on, you know, five days a week and Saturdays and Sundays. It, it's just, it's too much and it's not necessary. And I understand that I was in a season of growth and that's why I did all of this, but also I need to pull back because I'm just running myself ragged. So if in some of these videos you've seen me like with very dark circles under my eyes, yes, that's because 
I have been running myself crazy and it's totally not even necessary, right? I could have delayed things in my business, but it felt like it was urgent and I had to get it done. And so 2022, none of that is gonna be happening. Like I am taking it way easy next year. So I can say that I did the work right now in 2021 to set myself up for an easier 2022. Uh, here's the other good thing that I realized about 2021. So often when you're a lawyer, you can feel like you're in the trenches alone. There's no one else who gets what you're going through and that you know no one understands how shitty your clients are or how shitty your work life is or you know all the pressures that you have and you sort of feel like you are you know, uh, about to be like a volcano, a volcano, right? And just explode, right? One of the things that I realized this year was I have a lot of people who are willing to support me. And I called on a lot of people in 2021 for support, whether it be showing up to workshops that I was doing, to share about workshops I was doing, to, you know, introduce me to certain people. My community showed up for me. And that's a really good feeling, right? When you have amazing people around you who are, you know, thinking about you and they're like, you know what, Nermeen, you need to connect to this person. I'm gonna introduce you to this other person. And most of those connections were incredibly rewarding and financially beneficial, right? And so I say that to say, this is a fantastic year for me, who's so used to doing it all by myself, to have a year to see that I have a community of people who are willing to support me and I don't necessarily you know, have to pay them for it. These are not contractors, these are not employees, these are just people who are willing to help me and it's just been such a remarkable year to have that happen. I'm going to share one more sort of, you know, combination of good and bad thing <laughs> that happened this year on my look back for 2021. So I am a self-confessed high type A personality. I am competitive with myself. I'm a perfectionist at all ends. And, you know, accomplishing things has been part of my MO my entire life. And I've really tried to reel a lot of that in and not be so like demanding on myself right because that's where it all comes is it's a lot of demands on myself and so this year i really try to be conscious of why am i doing this to myself why am i stressing out about this right now is this really even necessary and i will tell you that there are moments where someone who is incredibly intellectual right like i think i'm a very logical person i use my brain um you know i'm i'm thinking heavy, you know, analytical heavy. I am a lawyer, right? So all of these things are like my strong suits. They are, you know, the, the best things about me, right? And I, and I use my brain pretty regularly. And I will tell you that I had a couple moments this year where, you know, I had to pause and be like, what just happened? So I will, I will share with you guys one story. So um, I post the, the podcast and the YouTube um, myself and I had one week where I was asleep. Like it was 11 p.m. at night or something. And I woke up from my sleep frantic 
oh my God, I forgot to post the video. I sent out the newsletter. I forgot to post it. How could I forget to post it? Everyone's going to think I am such a screw up. No one's going to listen to this podcast anymore. No one's going to want my advice anymore because God, I can't even keep my own shit together. And so all of this was happening at 11 PM at night when I had just like woken myself up from my sleep with this frantic thought. I go to my computer, I turn my computer on and I go to lo- I go to upload the video because I'm like, God, I can't believe I forgot to do this. I log into YouTube and I had already scheduled it. It already went out and I forgot that I had already taken care of that thing. So in that moment, I was like, oh, my brain is just playing tricks on me. My brain that I think is so amazing and great and like my best friend is actually not working in my favor. And so I'm very open about, you know, being in therapy and having a lot of anxiety. And that was my anxiety, right? Like I am not someone who is extremely comfortable putting myself out there, being in the, being in front of a camera. And for me, the spotlight feels like everything has to be perfect. Like I can't make mistakes. And here I was having made a mistake. Oh my God, how dare I be so human, right? And so I have had to work on a lot of that. And the other takeaway is that I no longer post my own videos. I have my video editor who takes care of all of that for me. And I don't have to stress about that anymore. And we have a system in place um, on Airtable, which is our database. I love Airtable and it tracks everything now and is like where we go for communication and it has just made my life easier. So the takeaway is that for me is just to being easier on myself, right? And hopefully, you are hearing that if you have been hard on yourself this year for anything, how you show up as a mom, as a parent, as a lawyer, as an attorney, as a business owner, any of that, right? I think we just need to give ourselves permission to make some mistakes. Mistakes are totally okay, right? It's not the end of the world. And that's not how I grew up, right? That's not what was instilled in me. So I am teaching myself at the later age in my 30s that it's okay to make mistakes. So if you've been hard on yourself, maybe that's your resolution for 2022, just to be a little easier on yourself. Okay, so that is everything for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening in. I will be back next week with a huge announcement. So please go ahead and sign up below if you wanna receive the announcement. If not, just listen in next week for this announcement. This has been a long time coming. So when this announcement comes, I'm super excited to share it with you. And um, honestly, I can't wait. So I will hopefully uh, talk to all of you next week. And if you need anything from me in the meantime, you know how to get to me. All right. Bye, lawyers.